Today we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 3, verses 1 to 13. It's a fairly extensive passage. I'm not going to read all of it, but I want to deal with the concept that's here. Previously, I talked a little bit about it when Paul talked about how he was revealing his plan and his, to bring everything together, and God says that in chapter 1. Well, here in this chapter, he even goes into it a little bit farther, gives us a little bit more insight. And Paul says, look, in verse 3, you know, God's revealed his plan to me. He's going to bring everything together for his purpose, for his plan. And in this short passage, there's about five times or so where this word plan is used. So you and I need to be very confident in knowing God has a plan. Sometimes it looked like everything's in chaos. There's no order. Nothing's happening. But yet God has a plan. And everything is going to go according to his plan. And so in verse 6, he says this, This is God's plan. Both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are a part of the same body. Both enjoy the promise of blessing because they belong to Christ Jesus. So his plan is this. I'm going to bring every person on the planet together and give them an opportunity to be a part of my body. I want everyone to serve me and to follow me. I don't care what nationality they are. I don't care what race they are. I don't care what their personalities are like. My plan is for everyone to have access to me through Jesus Christ. And so he says, look, here's what he wants to do. Not only is he going to bring everything together, let's make sure we're clear about this. When we mean everything, he means all people. So therefore, you and I are a people who have to love all people. Because God's plan isn't just for a select few. It started out that way. It started out with the Jewish nation. The Jews rejected him. And God's plan was, okay, I'm going to send Christ. And now it's not just for the Jews. Now it's for everyone, Gentiles as well. And so he says, look, this is what I want. I want all people to have access to me. And so you and I have a responsibility to take the gospel everywhere. You and I have a responsibility to to love everyone because God sent Christ to die for everyone. And he says, we're all a part of the same body. And notice this, we enjoy the promise of blessings because we belong to Christ Jesus. So everyone is welcome. Everyone has access. Everyone is invited. And all who receive it are one body. So he goes on and talks about how he doesn't really deserve what Christ has done for him because of all he's done. And all of us, I think, feel that way at some time or another. And then he says in verse 9, I was chosen to explain the mysterious plan. He kept it secret from the beginning. People didn't understand what he was doing. Where are you going with this, God? What are you doing here? God's purpose in all of this was to use the church to display his wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in heavenly places. So in other words, God's revealing his plan and he's doing it in the front of everybody, not just in the visible world that we see, 
but in the unseen world as well. He wants them to take note. Look, I've got a plan. My plan involves these people, and I'm going to carry this out in verse 15. Carried out through Christ Jesus our Lord. So that's all are called. He says, I want you to take note of this. I care about everybody. And then he says in verse 12, because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. You see, God's plan is for you and I to come into his presence through Jesus Christ. He loves us. He cares for us. It's what he desires more than anything else. And so you and I can confidently come into his presence because of his great mercy and grace and love for us. That's what he died for, so you and I can be close to him. Keep the faith. Mm -hmm.